I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We are, we are fresh from the hand of God, aka fresh from watching the first two minutes of Real Housewives. Salt Lake City, our salty Utah queens. Our salty Utah queens delivered the fucking delivered. package. As always. Honestly, I... I feel bad that I ever doubted Same. them, but I knew, I have to say, I have to say. I've got to be quite honest with you. That we did know from the first episode that this was one to watch. <laughs> it, it will, this will rival, this will probably usurp the first episode of, the very first episode of Salt Lake as like the greatest. One of the greatest in openers. Frauds only from here on out. Frauds only. Frauds only on Housewives. Frauds only and worrying about being indicted from here on out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) FBI. Helicopters. FBI vibes from here on out. Goodfellas escaping the helicopter in the car. Fleeing the parking lot of Beauty Lab. So to go get arrested off camera. So in case you didn't see it, it shows the first like few minutes of the new season or like or just a preview of what's to come. Yeah, like a little super clip. Yeah. And it's all the women piling into a giant bus to go get like I think they're going on a trip or they're going somewhere. Yeah. And we meet the new housewife jenny we get just a brief glimpse of her piling into the van yeah i'm ready for her energy bring love love her entrance um love lisa barlow's love lisa barlow her sunglasses straight hair vodka i I love her just going she's so cute yeah so lisa's there meredith is not there and mary is not there they're meeting them there Hmm. which you know it's all very like hmm, what's going on and then um Jen comes in with her braids and her lo- her fur, like her c- total like militant. She's going in. I love her waking up that day, preparing glam. She knew for what she thinks will be her living her best life in the beauty lab parking lot and like filming a scene in a van, only to be confronted with the fact that the cops are imminent and her arrest. The clock is ticking on her time as a free woman. The end is nigh. And she has a choice to either get the fuck out now and get arrested off camera or like wait in the van and get swarmed. That's a real, that's a tough, she navigated that with ease, I I, would say. I think she knew it was coming. That day? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, she looked looked pretty good. 
Well, they all they always are doing. I know, but she looked like uh, there was some like an extra like sh- I feel like she had a tip that it was coming. So she was like braid me, and she was like just glam me the fuck up, Shaw Squad, and like. <laughs> like shot squad our days are numbered our days are numbered let's just do it up so she went all out and then maybe she didn't know exactly when but she was like i'm going to get the phone call she was like first i'm in a film and later i'm getting arrested so yeah. and she didn't think that they would coincide she's perhaps. that delusional i or, love just a girl boss planning girl out boss. her day that's that's extreme girl boss energy but she yeah i think she was like oh they'll wait till i'm done at this like spa treatment or the fuck or maybe they're going on their trip I have to get lasered at beauty lab i think they're going on a trip because then you see them all eating together at like a very spacious house okay so i think they're going on like a little overnight wow so then we get to have the fallout of them all like being wherever they are talking about it with each other forced to talk about it at the table um so then Jen comes on the bus and then she gets a phone call and it sounds like it's like from her son or maybe I think her husband, maybe. What was his name again? Sharif? Coach Shaw. Coach Shaw. Sharif. Sharif Shaw. So, or it could be one of one of her sons. And she goes, hi, baby. I'm just waiting to go. You know, whatever. We're in the parking lot. And then all of a sudden, you see her go, okay. <laughs> her poise, though, is supernatural she's good she's that's how I am in, like, a really intense situation like wow. that. I'm truly, like methodical calm calm as a serene lake not me no not you (laughs) and then i'm like she goes to whitney and she's like please take this off like she has whitney like turn her mic off and then whitney goes wait what she's like what that's like also not who you want to be like operating your machinery in that situation like that kind of thing would that's what I would snap at is someone being like, what? Yeah. Stop! I'd be like, did you make all the- so, But she's, she, she has, but you do see her lose her cool a little as soon as the mic is taken off, her, her eyes are wide <laughs> and she kind of just, and then a pickup truck, I think it's Sharif. Someone comes and gets her in a pickup truck and they speed off. They and- speed off and then everyone's like, wait, what is happening? And she, in the parking lot before she goes, she tells how they're like, I've got some bad news. <laughs> And then she goes back on the bus and she goes, I have to go. I'm leaving. I have to go. And then Lisa goes, wait, wait, you have to go. (laughs) She just said that. Lisa. I'm obsessed. Why is Lisa Barlow is my obsession. She's amazing. She is everything. Everything she does is gold. Also, when Jen entered the bus, Lisa turns to Jenny and goes, she's so cute. She's so cute. And then they leave. And then all of a sudden. What? You're going? You have to go. You have to go. After she goes, I have to go. <laughs> yes. Like, I can handle Lisa asking a question, but I cannot handle Whitney. Whitney. No. Um, and then she speeds off, and then they're all like, wait, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, they hear sirens and a police <laughs> copter swarming the parking lot. And, like... The- a cop in a full-blown, like, bulletproof vest is like, we're looking for Jen Shaw. And they're all like, what? And then... Then the bus, then they, you know, we cut to them taking off and we see that Jen was arrested. So it's the day she was arrested. She was charged with fraud and wire fraud and doing her telemarketing scheme. Whitney, of course, recounts it on her phone and she goes, fraud, fraud, fraud. Jen Shaw arrested for fraud, fraud, 
And then fraud. And then Lisa, Lisa goes, well, someone, how did they know she was going to be here? Someone must have tipped her off. Mm. And then I was like, my immediate thought was Meredith. Who's the rat? Who's, Who's the, the rat? rat? But then I was thinking maybe not her because that could be too obvious. So who it could it Some, be? They ask Mary, who seems to be really unbothered by all this. I love they cut to like all the women in the villa at dinner. And they're, and Lisa's like, her life is not what we thought it was. And yeah. then it, you see Mary in the background just swilling a glass of champagne without a worry in the world. Well, she's got her own. But she is a truly cool as a cucumber. She wear, puts on a little checkered hat. And then the <laughs> I think Mary's maybe got her own worries about stuff coming out. But she is like, I wouldn't be able to tell. No. The producer's like, who do you think tipped off the police? And she goes, God. <laughs> I love Mary. I wish her. The Archangel. All the best. Me too. That video she posted where she, I like that she posts like four, like a four post yeah. grid post but it's just two of the same video and two of the same picture yeah it's amazing that's a power move and also, it's her walking down some stairs and then she goes also their taglines <laughs> came out what are they mary's is i think let's look something about like i will compel the power of jesus against you like she basically <laughs> is like i will hex you with jesus She's all... Don't she's, fuck with her. Fuck with Do her. not fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying anything anymore. No, me neither. Once Mary invoke the power of Jesus. I, not, and her Jesus. Whatever that Jesus her. is, I don't want. Okay. She's only guilty of being amazing. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Guys, this is... This is... We've got it. We've got our girls and... What New York deprived us of this season, we're going to get it back with Salt Lake City. Yeah. New York who? Truly. The only thing I'm guilty of is being Shawmazing. Lisa's is like, I love my life and I love what I do. <laughs> and it's like really like <laughs> casual and kind of bland. Whitney's is, in a town of beauties and beasts, there is only one wild rose. <laughs> Queen shit. But Lisa's is like, I wish you could hear her tone. It's like. <laughs> uh, you don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. Yeah. You don't have to like me. I love myself for the both of us. It's like. <laughs> a casual phone in it. Phone in it. Yeah. She like recorded it on like a text. <laughs> she sent it via voice note and mm -hmm. emailed it. Meredith says something about ice. Jenny's is, I have plenty of everything, including opinions. Thank God. Meredith, I may be known for my ice, but I always bring the heat. Chic. Do you, though? She will. She will. She's boiling. She's boiling. <laughs> Mary says, if you come for me, I will send Jesus <laughs> She will, and we're talking Old Testament. We're talking like Jesus. Like, she's like the power of revelation. No, but she she'll like in the in like the Exodus story with like the angel of death that mm -hmm. kills the firstborn. She will part the Red Sea. She will she will smite firstborns. I'm not fucking with I'm not, Mary. Yeah, I don't want to. Mm -mm. I don't want to. I think she's like connected to some sort yeah, of higher I, power. I think she might be. Wow. Wow, guys. 
We're ready. We're going to be recapping it, by the way. Salty Utah oh, Salty Queens. Salty Utah Queens is Dua happening. Coming back next week. And it'll be part of some of our... Some of our live shows, yeah. our live event. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? At the Roxy. The Roxy. The Roxy Theater. The Roxy Theater. Um, <laughs> the Roxy. I love it. Heather Gay said she was terrified during Jen Shaw's arrest. Okay. <laughs> I love Heather, I'm like not as annoyed by her. I'm Mm-mm. like laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing with them all. I can't wait. Frauds only from here on out. You have like, I if mean, there's Heather... not a fraud in the building, I don't want to watch it. Exactly. I only care about frauds, frauds, illegal scammers. activities, scammers, fraudulent behavior, wire fraud, wire fraud, um, racketeering. <laughs> intimidation intimidation trafficking trafficking um money laundering i mean heather should be terrified jen struck her once oh yeah i forgot that jen is also like physically abusive she's an abusive friend (laughs) also which isn't funny i'm not laughing at it it's like there were videos of her like throwing phones at assistants well now we know why well she's stressed she has a lot to be stressed about. Poor Sharif comes in after in the video and he's like, guys, I'm so sorry about this to all her staff that she threw stuff at. Oh, yeah. In that video. Sad. Do you think Sharif knew anything about her business? You kind of have to, right? Well, it's I mean, it's the same thing about Erica. So you're going to have to like we're going to have to kind of treat. What if they made Sharif a full-time cast member? Like, I wish that they would. I guess it depends on like his... Get over I mean, here. Erica, I think why hers is so damning is because she has like... She was given money in her LLC. So unless Sharif got some kind of... But maybe he did? I don't know. There's. I love Sharif. I feel bad for him. But I'm also like... You're implicated. You're implicated. That's what happens when you marry a scammer. Yeah. So like... Stuart. I mean, don't get me started. Stu. that ghoul. Did he get arrested too? Goal. He got arrested yeah, as well. Yeah, it was Stuart and Jen together. <laughs> a girl and I her knew gay. They were up to no good. <laughs> Never come between Never. a lady and her gay and their scams. When, when you have a forty-something-year-old gay assistant, you guys are scamming. scamming. I don't care what business no. line of business you're in. It ain't right. You're up to no good. Something ain't right. Anyway, guys. So wow! Can't wait. Can't wait. Look out for salty Utah queens coming soon season two coming very soon and yeah we're gonna be recapping that live at the roxy live at the roxy episode two i think will come out right before our roxy show i hope everyone everyone in la still needs to get we're running out of tickets very fast so get on them i know you better get your tickets soon because things are selling like hotcakes around these parts so so you know get into it guys i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to Sexy, unique podcast. podcast. The, the matriarchs of Mozadel. The big, big bear. The reason I'm alive. Um. Speaking of <laughs> friends that strike each other, <laughs> back to our Staten Island stallions. Um, it's another day of the hustle and bustle of New York. New York. The New York to Staten Island pipeline is strong. Is so strong in the beginning of this episode. 
something about traffic, 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 her book, the announcement, the announcement heard her book, round the world. Yeah, the announcement heard round the world. And page six, I believe, or New York Post, they post Sammy the Bull's daughter tell all. Yeah, and she's very offended by it because she's, you know, she's tired of people just being like, oh, it's just going to be a mafia tell all. It's not the story of a woman, you know. Well, I think they were trying to cancel her. This is like pre-cancellation. They were like, why are you making money off of like your Dead father's people. crimes? Your yes. mother murdered 19 people that we know of. Well, she doesn't, but she doesn't disclose that at first. She just makes it seem like the New York Post is like, you know, she's being slammed in the New York Post, you know? Yeah, trying and to then, like paint her into a corner. And then later she's like, oh, well, the family. I'm like, well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, well, everyone fucking hates you. Is yeah. The thing, Karen. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, Renee and Carla meet. Yeah, they, <laughs> they go meet. to dinner. They go Renee to dinner. Renee lives her life from one lunch to the next dinner to the next lunch. Oh, she's the, she goes three places: lunch, dinner, and her kitchen island. She loves a tablecloth so deeply, like one of those, like kind of, what are they called? Like those, like the checkered ones. No, a like linen tablecloth. Yeah, but they're like cheap. It's like cheap linen tablecloth, like a white tablecloth. Yeah, or like red. Or like mm-hmm. maroon tablecloth. They're kind of drinking, mellowing out from still recovering from their literal brawl. Renee goes, let's drink to friendship. <laughs> With about that level of energy. Let's drink to friendship, she says. Um, and then she tells Carla that Junior yeah. is back in her life. She's been spending a lot of time with him. Her brief foray into online dating, we realized perhaps why it ended so quickly. It's because she's... Not she's, that Renee wanted to kill herself after looking <laughs> at all the men that were available to her, but because she's getting dicked down by Junior Pagan. Yeah. <laughs> her and Junior Pagan are fooking again. <laughs> and Carla is like immediately... No. She raises an eyebrow and she says, you know, have some self-respect, girl. She's again with Junior. Renee has always hung up on Junior. She's sick of this shit. Yeah, she's like, stop. Like, it's never going to end the way you want it to, basically. Yeah, no, this is like a bad idea. Everyone's like, every single person in Renee's life, there's not one person that is supportive of this. I truly believe that. And Carla has known her since they were teens. Which we known each other since we're teens. Since we're teens. So she's, you know, she's seen her through all of this and she knows the pattern. Yeah. Renee's going to go back to Junior. And then at one point, it's Carla really goes... It's probably the 30th time that this has happened. Yeah. Carla you know, goes, everyone has that friend that's doing this shit. Always. And you're like, please, for the love of fucking God, break up. Like, I actually can't hear about this anymore. Yeah. Or if you don't break up, please remove me from your... Yeah. Loop me the loop fuck me the fuck out. out. Carla goes, my heart goes out to you. She says that to Renee. And Renee goes, thank you. Renee goes, he's my son's father. I'm all he has. He doesn't have a mother or a father. And I'm like, Renee, whatever excuse you need to tell yourself to like, you know that you're fucking up. Carla's like, well, he's, but he's not your problem. He's your ex-husband. Like she keeps saying that. He's not your problem. Take it from someone who is dealing with something similar and, she, and Renee just doesn't listen. Renee's also blackout by the end of the, the meal. <laughs> They're chugging like espresso martinis yeah. from those wiggly martini glasses. Renee at the end, she goes, that's good to be, it's good to be out. <laughs> They're, those martini glasses were sending me. Oh, yeah. They were so thick. They were. They were like 
chalices. They're like, hmm. Um, Karen's sitting on her giant sill, her windowsill, <laughs> having a lost in translation moment. Mm-hmm. And she calls David, her ex-boyfriend slash baby father, daddy, baby daddy, to talk to check on the daughter because she's back in Arizona. Okay, did you clock this like boogie nights esque music that was happening in the background throughout this episode? No. In like dramatic parts, it literally sounded like the part in Boogie Nights where everyone has like a horrible night. What song was that? It's like just like kind of a um Isn't there a certain song that plays when like the guy it's like when Roller Girl is trying to like seduce a guy off the street in oh, the back of the limo and Mar- like, and like Mark Wahlberg tries to like turn someone. a trick, but then he gets gay bashed and oh, like yeah. it was, it's like, it's like music like doom, doom, doom. It was very like Paul Thomas Anderson yeah. soundtrack music for this episode. And I just want to shout out the music supervisor, yeah. whoever was doing that. I was like, hats off to you. Yeah, hats off to them. I guess I maybe subconsciously noticed it. Maybe, maybe you were was, watching a different episode yeah, with was, the bat. Maybe you were watching one of the bad musical episodes. Yeah. Um, no, I was watching. I'm watching the real one because I got yeah. the big, big, the big, big, big bang, bang. The reason I'm alive. So Karen's kind of like flirting with her baby daddy, and he's like, "My, da- he's like, she's driving me crazy." She's going, she's, she's driving me crazy. And she's like, explains that it's good that they're spending time together. Cause she never really saw him growing up. Cause he was always in and out of jail. Yeah. So David is adjusting to life as a free man. It's hard for him. It's really hard. It sounds like he's been in jail a lot. He goes, people at work saying some slick stuff to me. <laughs> he was like, can you either flip out or just keep my cool. So it sounds like he's, it seems like he's almost longing for, a beat down prison. I mean, I feel like once you've spent enough time incarcerated, Hit you kind up. of prefer it. You know how to exist better mm-hmm. in prison than out of prison. Yeah, which is like, I it's think, sad. Yeah, it's very. It's a reality. Karen says she liked David because he was in the streets. Yeah, she, she thought <laughs> that she deserved a man that was in the streets. Yeah. She goes, that was it. That was my thing. I was in the streets too. I love her life for her. Right. I love that it's like she's no longer in the streets. I just wrote like I I just she goes, I can't be that prison girl anymore. Fair enough. Fair. Know your worth, queen. Yeah. I was like, all right, Karen. All right, Karen. All right, Karen. I'm like, I wish that you had made more iconic art about your pain, but. I also wish that you decorated the apartment a little better. I wish that you decorated it all instead of that blood red couch. There's just like really kind of melancholy shots of Manhattan across the river, like blinking. It's just like your apartment is all white and then a little bit of black and that couch. Yeah. It's a haunted space. It's satanic. Like put a poster up or something. Please put a lamp in that house. Just get three cheap lamps and turn them on. Change it all. Yeah. She's she's using like overhead lighting and the darkness of the Hudson, the East River. It's really not a good combo. No. Carla (laughs) and her friend Eddie go shopping for Joe. Get, make Eddie 
a mob wife immediately. She is everything to me. Eddie kind of almost has like Dina Manzo vibes, but she's... She's a little bit more gregarious. She's wearing sunglasses inside this like very kind of shitty shoe shop and I'm like (laughs) iconic no Eddie is serving glamour and glitz and mob wife energy that we need also we need a blonde in the mix yeah she Carla's like she's like Joe's coming out in two weeks so I gotta do some shoe shopping for him because in there and where he's been in the last few years he hasn't been wearing stylish shoes she's getting him undies and shoes and socks cute And then as she's shopping for shoes, she's like, well, I got to get myself a pair of sneakers because every time Joe went shopping, he'd always get me something too. Eddie, she tries one on Eddie goes, oh, I love them. (laughs) And then Joe calls and he and he and Tarla, he and Carla talk and Tarla and he makes another like comment about her getting the house and he only gets shoes. And I was like, enough with these comments. Enough, Enough, Joe. This, You're this getting person, out and I don't want to hear another word. Not this, another word about me in the house and you in the shoes. Stop. The mother of your children who you've traumatized and like broken probably is rebuilding her life. And she, all while at the same time making sure you have shit when you come out. Yeah. Making sure you have underpants. You're the criminal. You went to jail for six years. Be grateful. Be grateful that you have someone to buy you underwear. Um, I love She tries. She's like remember who guess who this is and then she's like describing eddie to joe you think he knew he pretended though she goes she goes guess who's with me who used to dress like forget about it (laughs) and then joe goes and eddie's like i'm gonna let you guess from my voice and then joe goes oh hey girl (laughs) and she's like hi and he's like oh yeah eddie you always dress great and then they talk for a little bit, and Carla's like, well, I got to go. And then Eddie goes, bye, Mama, to Joe. <laughs> I ca- Yeah, I was like, that is strange. That is everything. Amazing. I'm going to start calling every man Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Bye, yeah, mama. do it. That is a power move. Eddie's cracked the code. Yeah, but I love her. I love, hey, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, you. She goes, hi. Hi. All right. Bye, Mama. Bye, Mama. <laughs> bye, Mama to Joe Ferragamo. In prison. In prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, Karen and Drita kind of have like a reconciliatory dinner. Yeah. And they just kind of like finally start talking about like sex and dating. And they, there's like a less of an elephant in the room. And Karen's, Drita's complaining about like how she's like, she's pent up. Yeah, they they really can they relate bond. to dealing with their men being in prison. Karen goes, you got to get yourself a good vibrator. <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh, my God, Carrie. What? Did you hear what I'm doing this fall? No. I'm taking Sex Unique podcast on tour. Wait a minute. I'm doing that, too. I know. We're going on tour. We're going on fucking tour. Tickets are going fast. In fact... One of the Chicago shows sold the fuck out. You're kidding me. Well, we added a second. Oh, my God. Head to LarsMarie.com to purchase tickets. That's L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E.com to get yours now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted me undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with me undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Drita says Lee told her to do you, do what you gotta do when he went away. And I was like, yeah, right. That's a test. Totally. That's like literally he's waiting to get word of who you did so that he can have his men kill Kill that person. Do you think he's having like little like mutual J.O. sessions in prison? With other dudes? With other like mobsters? I don't know. Maybe. I think like maybe I've heard of some men like fucking dudes in jail just to like get off. Yeah. But it's like not a gay thing. No. It's not gay. Just we're fucking. We got to do what we got to do. It's not gay. Let me assure you. Yeah, we're making... When I fucked Sammy in jail, that was not gay. (laughs) (laughs) That was straight. It's straight. That was two straight men having anal sex. (laughs) That was not any gay shit. Yeah, we got to kill some time while the the sausage peppers are cooking. I got to get a nut off. You know what I mean? My bowls. My bowls. My bowls. Got to get that poison out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gay. Not gay at one bit. Not gay one bit. Not even 1% gay. When I stuck my dick gay in his butt, no. it was not at all gay. No, this ain't some ribbon <laughs> ribbon pasta lasagna. This is straight up spaghetti. This is bucatini. Bucatini, baby. This, this is, is al dente. Al dente. It ain't it ain't it ain't gay. Not al dente gay. It ain't homo. al dente. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they sex. could have straight butt sex sometimes, or just like I'm sure that they're jerking off in the. Oh, showers yeah. i mean when i was in boarding school the guys would always like they jerked off in the showers but the sign was like you would put a towel over the shower so that oh. everyone else knew that like stay it was away. your private time like stay away that's smart yeah that was code code um i want a renee and nicole road trip buddy comedy same I want a Dr. Clapper. Is it Dr. Clapper? Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper. I'm I want back at Dr. Clapper. Kidnap him and, t- and take him on the road. Renee's probably thought about kidnapping him. I think he seems extremely uncomfortable in her presence. Yeah. Because he knows he can't really say no to her. <laughs> and he also can't give her what she seeks. No, she's seeking like transmorphification. <laughs> She's looking for like a full, she's looking for face off. Yeah. Yeah. Like Like when they scan the body and they're like, now his body just becomes this body. That's like Renee saw that movie and was like, I want that. Get rid of all my fat like that. That's what I want. She wants to upload. Yeah. She wants to just live in the cloud. But she wants like a new human form. She goes back to Dr. Clapper, her plastic surgeon's office with Nicole, other Another queen that needs to be on as a full-time wife. She goes to Renee, chief complaint, your ass. (laughs) May we all have a friend that's just like your ass looks terrible. Yeah. Your chief concern, your ass. Renee's Renee's like, yeah. Renee's like, I famously have a flat ass. I just I just wrote (laughs) it's really funny to me. I'm sorry. What? Just her this (laughs) this flat ass (laughs) journey. Listen, I like I get it. I get it. I think a lot of white women have to deal. They do with pancake ass. And to be, it takes a lot of squats. It does, and I can speak from experience. 
to go. I'm not knocking it. Takes it takes a lot of squats to get a little lift going. No, I, I get it, especially like as a gay man. Oh, butt is life. Butt is life, no matter what your oh my God, persuasion yeah, I is. I didn't even think about that. And I've had to really, I mean, I, you know, it's hard. I had to really do step up on my step ups. Yeah. It's a Stairmaster. Stair it's master, a deadlift. It's walking. a lunge. It's a walking. It's squats. It's split squats. The, the journey never ends. It never ends. To try and get just a little bit of lift. So I understand Renee. And I, <laughs> I, it just, it's funny to me how candid she is about it. Renee I got takes a, flat a, ass. a 3D, like, yeah. naked photo she of her body. She loves it. She loves it. And then until the tech, like, pulls up the images and she goes, no, <laughs> that's disgusting. She goes, that's disgusting. No wonder I haven't got a date. I was like, Renee, you're being a little hard on yourself. Oh, like, she's, they're blurring she's, it. And I'm like, you look fine. She like, looks fine. She lo- you look that's fine. Why, that's why it's funny to me because I'm like, Renee, you're... You look good, babe. Like, you're beautiful. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's horrible. She, must she have... goes, oh, oh. oh. She's in the corner of the room. Nicole's always, I feel like Nicole's really keeps her, like, tethered to this, to the, to the ground. Maybe. But also, she, she might be the up, enabler. Though. Yeah. Your chief concern? Your ass. Your ass. Your ass. Dr. Clapper <laughs> comes in and sits down with Renee for a consultation. And she goes, see my breasts? I want them gutted and to have implants put in. And I was gutted. like, I don't want to think about my breasts. Anyone's breasts getting gutted. She is like, she's just, she, she's what's happening in her brain at all. It's, it's what like, she think you, they, when you, yeah, you get a, a breast lift, like, you like they a, scoop your breast fat, like a deer tissue out, like ice cream or like gut them gutting a deer. Yeah. They I drain want, them and then fill them back up. Like that's she's like, gut my tits. I want my tits gutted. Totally. Gut them. Then implants. Put them in. Put them in. Shove them up she there. Goes, See, my breast is down here. Whoop. I want it up here. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Renee, she wants her tit like at her clavicle. She keeps saying. She wants like literally. She wants like wench tit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like pirate wench tit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the like. Pushed up. So the like German like beer wench. Beer frau tit. And it's like just boobs up to your like. She could just get a push up bra. Yeah. She also is like again says i don't want to exercise i don't want to do she wants to do (laughs) she will not exercise if you held a gun to her head which has probably happened before (laughs) she will not exercise she will only get scooped she only got him got me got me like a fish got me like a fucking pig (laughs) i bet she like hired a trainer and then when he like told her to do stuff she was like no and then I'll bet a trainer has like held a gun to her head and she that's, still wouldn't exercise. I mean, that's a persuasive training method. Yeah. It's like do a fucking lift. Yeah, I would do that. Do a bench press. Yeah. Rate hey. 12 reps this time. Go a little bit heavier. Second final rep. Come on. Come on. All right. Good. We're good. Yeah. They, caught, they like pull. I'm pulling the safety off. Safety's off. You better work on your form. I got three bullets in here. One's for your head. <laughs> One's for your junk, one's for your kneecap. You choose which goes first. Now lunge. <laughs> Got me, doctor. Got them. Got them. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, and then I want, see right there, I want to waste. As you know, I'm very high-waisted. <laughs> and at one point, Dr. Clever, like looks genuinely ter- concerned. He's scared. Well, I she think goes, he's like, she has, plas- she has surgery addiction. 
She goes, and you thought this was going to be easy. You thought this was going to be an easy day, didn't you, Dr. Clapper? She goes, see all this fat? I want it taken out of here and put into my ass. And he goes, he goes okay, Renee, I can't. Do all of these phys- things. Literally cannot do all of these things to you. Like She, she wants it all done at once. She wants a yes man surgeon that will risk her life. Like, you die, You can die. He basically says, like, the more procedures you have, the more complications and risks arise. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to choose one and then decide, like, that's the thing you're going to do. He's... But she will not have it. She wants, like, a full body. Reconstruction. And also, BBL surgery, like, Brazilian butt lift, yeah. is randomly, like, the most dangerous plastic surgery you can possibly get. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I was shook by that. Renee is literally would die. Renee will, like, fly to, like, some other... She would go, like, out of the country. Yeah. She'll go to, like, <laughs> Russia. To Don't get... do it, Renee. Yeah. Do it. Cut I love... Me. He's also, like... You basically need to temper your expectations and like you need to try and lose some weight so you can come back and then we can get close to your re- desired result. Yeah, she which is like, you know, it's 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 annoying to go on a diet, it's annoying to exercise. I understand it's not easy for everyone to like I've I've struggled with like body stuff too and like, you know, but like it, it takes a lot of like discipline. It's a discipline. You can't like, just go in and be like no, and like, Take it all off. That's also such a myth, I think, that gets perpetuated of like you can do you everything. can just get surgery and fix everything. Like even I thought, I thought like, oh, Renee's just gonna get like a full bod makeover. Like remember when Heidi Montag mm-hmm. got like ten procedures at once? She got like the Guinness Book. Like that was maybe that was like not ethical. Also, like I guess if you're a young person, maybe you have less risk factors for that kind of surgery but that also seems like that was scary that was really scary who whatever doctor said yes to that should be that was ter- that was a terrifying lose his moment. medical license she was so pretty before and like i i mean she's she's still beautiful but i was just like who is that person dr clappa is dr. a good clappa. he's a good doctor but also renee smokes like she's not she drinks a lot. She's not health. She's not the a beacon of health and wellness. Let's just say. But as as uh, Carla said, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to you. Renee's pissed. Renee. Then at one point, I just wrote. Oh, Renee goes. Renee gets what she wants. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, you're gonna die. You're gonna die, hun. What about AJ? Yeah. What about? Do you want to leave AJ AJ's motherless with a with so a fu- you could gut your tits? Got them. Got them. I want them gutted and implants put in. But One I do I have... love her vision. Like, I've definitely oh, yeah. been like, can someone suck all the fat? But I would want them put into my tits. Yeah. No, like, I mean, Suck she... all my fat out and then give me big jugs. <laughs> give I admire... me those big naturals away, gentlemen. Hey, hey, fellas. Yeah. Oh, didn't see you there. Ooh. Didn't see you there over my big me, boobs. Oh, my jugs got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> my jug. They said I can't drive with my oh jugs. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm like, don't honk me. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to honk. That was my breast. Just to point out one thing, I never know what time of year it is on the show. No. In some shots, there's snow on the ground, and then other shots, it's like. They're at the beach. It's like May. Yeah. 
Renee's always in winter, though. She's ever winter. <laughs> Renee... Ever more, ever winter. Yeah. The one, it's one long winter. Renee lives in, like, a Narnia-esque Staten Island where it's always winter. It's always January. Mm-hmm. Dead of January. It's like you cross one street and mm-hmm. it goes from, like, sunny springtime yeah. to, like... Winter. Just gray, like, snow and salt on the ground. Yeah, muddy snowbanks. Yeah. Um, Drita's on the phone with her cousin and she goes... She's like, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm taking the trash out. And her cousin goes, hey, hey. And then she goes outside and there's like a rat, raccoon ransacked. <laughs> she goes, them raccoons. They're back again. They're eating clams. She goes, raccoons. She goes, raccoons is scumbags. They're scumbags. Is scumbags. They're like a gang. They're like a gang. They roll deep. <laughs> they, I love, they're eating clams. They're eating, they eating clams. So she's had a recurring issue with. A family of raccoons returns to her home every night. <laughs> this storyline is A plus for me. Yeah. Like it truly the subplot of like Drita versus the raccoons was inspired. Amazing. She goes, What do I do to her cousin? And her cousin goes, I was gonna say you should get a BB gun. She goes, I'm gonna shoot him with a BB gun. I'm gonna shoot him with a paintball. They're eating clams. They're eating clams. These raccoons, them raccoons, they're oh. scumbags. Just imagining a they're like, yum. Yum, with a little like vinegar. They made a real mess. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it was like, wow. I mean, raccoons, have I, you seen them? Yeah, I love raccoons. I mean, I grew up in Oklahoma City. We battled raccoons all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. There was always raccoon drama happening. Is Oklahoma City known for its raccoon problem? I just think it's like they're more, it's like the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, you get a lot of like raccoons in the suburb kind they're of bold. energy. They're really bold. Yeah. They're little trash bears. They're so cute. They're actually really cute. I love people that have raccoons illegally as pets. I didn't know that. Yeah. You're like not allowed to have them as pets, but there are whole communities that like they have their pet raccoons. Really? Yeah. Are and they, they nice? like domesticate them. Yeah. I mean, if they don't get raped, if they're not rabid, they're great. They're really cute. They're so cute. I love their little hands and their fingies. And their eyes. Yeah. Their little... And they like stand up. They're so expressive. And they and there are families. Mm-hmm. Let them. Yeah. I've always loved raccoons. Raccoons is scumbags. They're scumbags. They're eating clams. I'm going to shoot them with a BB gun. I'm going to shoot them. Um, Karen meets with her writing coach. Carmela. <laughs> And I just go, Karen is never going to write. No, Karen literally triggers me so much because she is me mm-hmm. in the book writing struggle. Though she, I think we've actually probably written the exact same <laughs> amount. <laughs> but our Karen's book is announced and Carmela comes over. Didn't she like plagiarize her dad's book too? Yeah, I think like we read a lot of the Amazon reviews where they were like, we heard all these stories in her dad's book. It was like the night before she crunched. She frantically like turned it in. That was me in like middle school mm-hmm. going on like whatever. Cliff's notes. Not Cliff's notes, but encyclopedia.com and then just looking up something and <laughs> rephrasing whatever they said. <laughs> so stupid. Getting away with it. Well, I didn't like plagiarize yeah. the whole bit, but I would be like. I'd be like, it would be like the Egyptians like built the pyramids. And I'd be like, the pyramids were built by the Egyptians and blah, blah, blah. Like just truly, it was like a creative interpretation. It was. That's a, that's a skill. Yeah. I've never plagiarized in my fucking life. Me neither. Um, <clears throat> Karen goes, my book was announced. Did you see it? And Carmel goes, 
Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Carmela hates her. She does. And Karen's like complaining about being attacked by the papers again. She goes, you know, some of these people attacking me are families of the victims of my father. And I understand their issues because a lot of them like don't have their dads anymore. Because... I love like I understand their issues. Yeah. What that your their parents were murdered by your mafioso father. That's like more than an issue. But she keeps she's like she's shocked that people are blaming her for his. It's like, well, that's what happens. Everyone yeah. associated. If you're a family member of someone that does something horrific like this, you're going to get shit regardless. It's a complicated situation. I see her side of being like, I'm not responsible for his right. decision. But she's writing a book kind of. Yeah. But I also see the families of the victim sides who are like, fuck you. Why are you making money and getting famous off of this? Yeah. I mean, it's it. And, and the writer, the writing coach is like in a sort of. She's like, leave me the fuck out of it and like write your book. Well, she's like a little <laughs> exasperated. And she's like, I mean, Karen, you knew this was going to happen. Right? Like yeah. She couldn't have not known this was going to happen. Do you think everyone was going to be like, amazing? Oh, wait. She goes, I was a child. She goes, I was a child. <laughs> I'll defend him forever. I'll defend him to the day I'm in the grant. Like, she's like, I'll take it to the grave. Like, right. she's like, he's still, I want them to understand he's still my father. It's like, okay, but he's a serial killer. I'm like, then pick up your laptop. <laughs> and write. Pull it up and start writing. Start writing. You dumb bitch. She's like Carol Radziwill writing that article. Mm-hmm. Again, it's Again. just me. I'm so triggered by Karen's writing. Mm-hmm. Drita and Aaliyah are just having a mother-daughter beauty night. When they oh, <laughs> so Drita's painting her daughter's nails and talking about Lee. Talking about Lee, and she, the daughter Aaliyah kind of like asks her to explain why he's in jail again. And she and Drita goes, well, she goes, one of dad's best friends was a rat. And she goes, what's a rat? And, and then, then Drita goes, you, she gets the schooling of a lifetime. And if you've ever had a parent that's gotten in legal trouble, there always comes a time when usually your mom will tell you the whole history about it. And it's always going to be like a very formative experience. Did you go through this? Yeah, I went through a version of this, but it was not like. Yeah, not like this. It was not like this. There was no like blaming of yeah, a rat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like you're just going to have to learn eventually about like your parents like criminal behavior. And I love Drita being like, well, imagine you was at school with your friends and y'all did something. And then you got called into the principal's office. And they said, if one of you tells me what these others did, you won't get in trouble. That's a rat. And I was like, okay. And then her daughter goes, well, I would rather daddy stay in jail than be a rat. And I was like, it was like, be back up. And Drita, Drita went, wow. Whoa. She went, very loyal. <laughs> but I could tell she was a little freaked out by it. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily the takeaway that anyone was no. looking for. But also when you phrase things, like it's like yeah. he went to jail because he robbed a bank. He didn't go to jail because someone told on him. Yeah, like, He might have robbed a bank and then someone told on him, but he still robbed the bank. You know what I mean? So like to phrase it in a yeah. way that it's like 
the only bad thing that happened is that he got, he got caught and someone told on him. Yeah, don't I? I think I, I think Dorita. I think it surprised even her when because <laughs> very loyal. Well, because she keeps she says things like, "Well, so many families were destroyed because of this rat." Like you don't want to, you know what I mean? Like she kind of is making it so negative, and then. I think when her daughter has this reaction, it kind of takes her aback a little. And then I don't think she realizes in this moment, like, oh, perhaps the spin I've been putting on it <laughs> led to this. Like, there's a cause and effect. Yeah. But her she, rat obsession her has rat. gone a little too far. I would rather daddy stay in jail than be a rat. Whoa. She goes, wow. Very loyal. Very, got a lot of your father in you. I was like. I think she's also a little proud, though. Oh, she's totally proud. But it's like, she doesn't say that, like, like what you just said. Like, she's, again, she's not, she's not bringing it home to her daughter that her dad is a criminal. Yeah. She's like a like rat. Like, she did this, and that was illegal. Yeah, like, the worst, not robbing a bank, not perhaps killing people, but being a rat is the real yeah. indictment. So, it's like. And, like, I don't believe in ratting or snitching, but at the same time, that's not the worst thing you can do. That's like me to my non-existent child when I explain about snitch tag snitch tagging. <laughs> yeah, and tattletale Twitter. Tattletale Twitter. Snitch tagging is when Imagine someone you <laughs> tweets at Polly Perrette when you tweet a photo reaction photo of her looking very strange in NCIS, and then someone tweets at her, and then you find out that Polly Perrette blocked you. Oh, which is what happened to me this week. Oh my god! I get snitch tag all the time. A rat. You're a rat. You're a rat. And I, I say always, to the I always snitches. call them out. Yeah, I go, good. snitch. I go, don't snitch. Snitches get stitches. That's they, what they, you should say next time. And they always go, whatever. It's like, shut up. Okay. If I wanted, you know, Polly to know, Polly Perrette to know that I was using a photo of her, I would have DM'd her. I would have de- been like, <laughs> can I use this photo? Permission granted. Also, she's like weird and like likes cops. So, I mean, I have no skin in the game. I'm Team Carrie. Just nice. to clarify, when it comes to Carrie O'Donnell or Polly Perrette, I'm firmly Team Carrie O'Donnell. But you're, I think, but I know that you're anti snitch tagging. I'm anti snitch, but you know what? I was a rat in high school. I had to, I had to rat once. <gasps> I had to rat at boarding school. I got told I either have to, my diary got confiscated. That's and then read and then there was like a cop out list which is what we had to like we always had to like cop out for stuff that we did that was dirty in quotes this is like the terminology from my school and they read this like long cop out list that i'd written on like a solo trek that was never meant for anyone yeah, just so for my invasive. own like good feelings and then they said if you don't write this down and snitch on everyone that you've said in your diary, we're going to kick you out. And I was six weeks, graduating in six weeks. And oh. I was like, I can't. So I then had to rat, but I went up to everyone that I ratted on and was like, guess what? I'm going to cop out for you for doing this. So just know that. But this is all I'm saying. What'd they say? They were like, okay. I mean, it was like a shitty, there's nothing I could do. Was I going to get kicked out and then be like not graduated from high school? They read your journal? Yeah. That's like nothing was sacred, babe. That that's Who's cool. the rat? Who's the rat? Who's the rat? It's me. You. I think I. I don't think I ratted. I think I. 
I got tattletailed on a few times. But I never, I don't think I ever did that. I was always just like afraid. <laughs> Karen and so that's disturbing. And then we cut to Karen and Renee again at a restaurant. Renee has like wearing like a very innocent looking outfit. She has a headband on. Mm-hmm. She's go. She's really channeling Charlotte from Sex in the City. Yeah, she's in her like. I believe in love. Mm-hmm. I believe in a thing called love. Remember? I believe in a thing called love. We'll never Just forget. Just another rhythm of the heart. I actually, that song was good. It was great. That was like their one hit though. I know. It was all downhill. It was all downhill. <laughs> Karen brings just a bunch of papers with her. A bunch of newspapers. And she goes, did you see the papers? And then Renee goes, yeah, yeah, what's in it? And then they start just reading like old men in the park playing chess. Just start reading newspapers. I'm obsessed with the beginning of dinner. Renee's like, oh my God, like, what are they eating? Like nuts or something? And she's like, oh my God, like, I don't want them to swell more than they already are. And then Karen's like, what? And she's like, I got my lips done. Yeah, Renee has, she's rocking some like pillow lips. She, her lips didn't even look that done to me. I just got them done. Just got them done. Dear God. And then I was like, that's what you say when you're like, you're, pretending you're feigning bashfulness but you're Mm -hmm. actually really excited that's like how i was when i got lip injection is she allergic to nuts i don't know she's just looking for any excuse to point out her like newly done lips what if she's literally allergic to nuts and she has like a swelling like horrific reaction never looked better better. (laughs) karen's like i really don't think you should keep getting work done i think you should just stop (laughs) and then renee goes karen doesn't think i should get any more work done but guess what? I'm getting my ass done. <laughs> I love Renee's commitment to destroying her own life. Yeah. Got my ass. Got my ass. Fill it back up. She's like <laughs> using like, yeah, like gay grinder lingo. I want him gutted. Got my hole. <laughs> I love, but guess what? I'm getting my ass done. Stoned. Stoned. Hashtag stoned. <laughs> Someone did the research on stoned, and I think it is a cannabis slash pizza plate parlor. Oh, so it's like cannabis infused pizza. Oh, that's cool. We need to go to Staten Island. <laughs> this picture. I'll eat a cannabis pizza. You can eat a regular pizza, and then we'll take a photo. We'll facetune the shit oh out of our bodies. Her face stoned. Her face tuning is like it's honestly. It's art. It's aspirational, and I'm I'm just proud of her every time she does it. Because in she... some of them, it looks like her face is in the sun, <laughs> and her body's in night. One, her body was completely carved. Like, it looked like she just took, like, a circle stamp and just, like, erased part of her body. I love it. It's, it is, like, it's avant-garde. It is. And... I'm then not shaming her. Recently, I love it. She recently posted, like, a completely unfacetuned photo. She looked great. And she looked... Yeah, impeccable. She's, she's beautiful. I love her. I wish her nothing but more. We love you, posts. Renee. We love you, Renee. Hashtag stoned. Come on our show. I reached out to you. Okay, yeah. Renee, get back to Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Renee's looking at the, the press about Karen's book and she goes, Why do they always have to say our ages? I was like, uh, Renee also rude. was like, she's right. I know that is rude. It's a classic thing that women have to deal with. But when she, Post. again, there is in the plastic surgeon's office, she goes, it's a lot. When you turn 41, you just got to And I was like, again, is she 41? I know. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to know. She's literally claiming. I mean, she may be. She might be. She might be. She Look, may be. She may be. She's got balls. But I mean, I would say like Karen's 41. I'm just saying, Renee, in this in this season of Mob Wives is four years older than me right now. I'm just saying, but maybe I look young for my age. You do. You have the you have the Cali the Cali vibe. I have a Cali. I have. I don't care. I'm getting my ass done. I will say, as someone from the Northeast and who lived there for, it harrows you. It does harrow you. It ages you in ways you can't even comprehend. It does. Uh, you're just beaten. You're browbeaten by the cold. You're just windburned. You're windburned, and it's just like a constant icicle. You're dried out, wrung out like a rag. You're always in. I aged like eight years during the polar vortexes. I believe that actually. I heard one come in once. I literally heard the vortex coming. What did it sound like? You just heard the wind pick up outside, and you, and you like, heard she's starting because <laughs> all the telephone wires between the apartments. Mm-hmm. And I went, she's coming. Dialatov. pass. <laughs> pray for Dialatov. Pray, pray for, for the pass. Karen's like reading all the shit that they're saying about her in the newspaper, and Renee goes, That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Supportive queen. <laughs> then Renee goes, Well, you know what they say sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. But the car I fucking hit you with could. And I was like, Okay, Renee, but it seems that words do hurt you quite a bit. But she also, when, the way she says it, Karen's, they, you, you see Karen for a second, and she's sort of mouthing along with her, and then she goes, <laughs> but words can never hurt me. It's like, yeah, that's, that's a very common saying. You're all really hurt by words. <laughs> no, but it, like, like you brawled by, with words. But it's like, it, they acted like it was like this rare saying. I'm like, <laughs> you say it. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like. You I know what that. they say. It's like Mother Goose. <laughs> That's like we learned that in second grade and never forgot it. Yeah. 
No, that's like kindergarten. Teach their own. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in Jersey, but Elko in Oklahoma. Out in Oklahoma, we do things a little we'll differently. We do things a little differently. Six and stones and words hurt a lot bones. until you're about eight years old. Drita calls Lee and they laugh and laugh about the raccoon. Wait, okay, so someone says, I look like I got hit by a Mack truck. I've been seeing Mack truck. Or no, was, was it was it Mob Wives or Last Line of Potomac? People keep saying Mack truck. And I just have to, this is a brief detour. Yeah, I'm and, on the ed- literal edge of my seat. Well, Pete Buttigieg had twins, mm-hmm. and he posted like a photo from the hospital with him and his. Oh husband. my god! Yeah, and that and the, woman's Mack truck vagina. But the people were at like so many weird, like veiled homophobic comments, being like, "Like, well, I didn't get to do this," or like, "Wow, like you look must be nice to look good after ha- like not having a kid." And it's like they're fucking men. Like they're they didn't give birth. Yeah, a, a woman gave birth. It's their kid. But like that's but this one woman was like went into like graphic detail about her birth and then said I look like I hit, got hit by a Mack truck. And I feel like I keep hearing Mack truck now. Mack trucks are trending. What is a Mack truck? Isn't that just like a big old truck? Oh. Isn't that just like a like a truck driver's truck? Like Like a tractor trailer? Is that or like, like a, a semi? Oh. Like a like the trucks that have their own lane on the highway the trucks that have like those little like sleeping cabins yeah like oh. they pull over at like a truck stop like the kind of trucks that are at truck stops okay like a 18 wheel yeah, yeah yeah like joyride yeah yeah all right just that was just a brief i could not believe that comment i, I just i had like my two closest girlfriends have like very recently given birth so i'm like just in the know about birth and stuff and it is just an intense journey i love like women being furious at the gays (laughs) war let's go to war i'll play both sides (laughs) get out i'm like get them get them sick them and then i'm like these bitches they don't know what they're talking about but i love i just love that like wow must be nice it's like well I get like why a woman would be like extremely bitter. Yeah, but, but women, also it's but like women have photo shoots in hospital. Like my sister had, my sister had a little photo shoot in hospital with her baby. I know, but some like, women are harrowed. I and they're get it. Ripped the fuck. We apart. will never know. Men will never know the experience of giving birth. I get it, but like it's like don't get mad. I mean, just, just let them have their. I'm not even a Pete Buttigieg fan, but I was like. Come on. You guys are just, like, being homophobic. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, they're just, they're like, why are they on the hospital bed? And it's like, because. Because they hired a surrogate, they paid her a hundred grand, babe. ripped that baby out of her arms and said, take the fucking Two picture. Two fucking flawless. And then named her Penelope and named the other one, like, Finn. Yeah. Which is, like, good for them. And they said, get out of here. Go cash your check. That surrogate. But like that surrogate was like she knew what she was signing up for. I'm just like it was so weird and clearly like this is called. Tony's like anyway. Oh, I, I just I, I, and I think someone on this episode said Mack truck too. Mack trucks are in their in the they're in the, the they're lexicon. in the lexicon. They're, they're the energetically all around us. They're hitting us. They're destroying our lives. I'll love I'll play both sides. I'll play both sides in the gay in the gays versus women war i'm like those bitches don't know what the fuck they're talking about and then be like those 
Get those queens out of here. <laughs> those um, entitled queens just having babies. Yeah. Can you believe? Like they are having children. I'm like, chi- I'm like happily childless with a dog. I'm zero skin in the game. Just revving everyone's engines. Yeah. You little fire starter. I'm like, let's do brunch this weekend, girl. Yeah. Tell me well, about take it. Me, tell me about it at brunch. Tell me about it at you brunch. You pick up the tab. How your vag took a hit. <laughs> You're going to pay for it. Yeah, you pay. <laughs> Drita. Joe calls Drita. And Drita's like, I'm going to go to war with the raccoons, Joe, the back. And then Joe, there's like a beat for a minute. And he clearly doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> but she acts like he remembers. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, she goes I'm going to shoot him with a paintball. And he goes, good girl. Then they talk more about the rat. They have more rat discourse. Drita's a little, she's like, you know, do you know what your daughter said to me? Hand to God. She goes, what did she say? It was like, I'd rather my father. She, Drita really expanded on it and like said something even more intense than Aaliyah actually said. She was like, I'd rather my father spend another six years in prison than be a rat. Because she's trying to get him to go, not six years, it's four years. Four, yeah. <laughs> but, she, but she says like, what, she's, okay, she acknowledges that it's dysfunctional. Again, let's all agree that you committed a crime. No, but she says something that she was like, she says she was. It, it terrified her to hear her daughter say that. Yeah, she she's was, like, and she's nine or whatever. She's like, she's like, scariest thing I've ever heard, or something. Like a child should not be talking about like a loyalty. mob wife about yeah. loyalty. <laughs> Very loyal. But but again, and I don't. I think, as we said last week, I think Dorita is actually a great mom. But I think she's with certain things she's limited, and I don't think she understands her actions are speaking louder than her words. Yeah, I think all these women are really doing the best that they can given the circumstances that they've found themselves in. Completely. And I'm glad that they're willing to like just bleed out. Well, I'm glad that camera. they're willing to unpack it a little and be yeah. like and consider that maybe this isn't the right thing. But I think Drita's struggling because she's she's been conditioned to think this way, but she's also doesn't want her daughters to have this life. I don't think. And also, I think that focusing on like who's the rat and like snitches get stitches and all that really takes away. It's like it disempowers people from talking about the major problem, which is like we live in a lifestyle where everyone in our lives are doing like illegal things and going to jail and like families are ruined. And like if you, it creates like silence and like secrets around all of that and just perpetuates it perpetuates the cycle, the endless cycle of incarceration and like crime. You're only sick as your secrets. Amen. Um, Junior's back at Renee's. Uh, Tunia Pagan. He's Junior not Pagans. feeling good. I want some chicken soup. <laughs> oh God. I bet Renee makes good soup. Like she puts veggies in oh, it. I just want to like be, I want it to be like a cold, rainy Saturday and just be like, Renee has like a giant thing of chicken soup on the stove in her like pretty spacious Staten Island McMansion. And just, I'll be like curled up on one of her giant couches. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, soup's almost up. Soup's almost up, she says. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Renee. I know. I just I'll come get mine soon. At her kitchen island. And hearing the cold rain outside and just smelling the soup and have a little blanket on. And you're watching like the Kardashians. And she's smoking. I would love to smoke a cig with Renee at her kitchen island while sipping a Diet Coke, having her talk to me all about her junior problems, 
then make the most delicious chicken noodley soup with fresh veggies. And then we just like turn on the TV, light the fire in the fireplace and snuggle up, smoke cigs, drink Diet Coke and just laugh and laugh and laugh. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, it's a mix of she's like, it's kind of chicken soup meets minestrone. Oh, mm. And also, we have to light like a million scented candles. Oh, yeah, because I don't want to smell like... I mean, I will. we will smell like smoke, but I also <laughs> want to smell like candles. I want to smell like yummy, like cayenne and tobacco and like things like that mixed into the candles. I mean, I grew up in smoker, in a, in smoker households, like really? smoking inside, I think until like my freshman year of high school. Who smoked? My dad. Oh, really? And my stepmom. And it was a smoke. And I'm remembering now. I was like, I What's lived my first. What was her name again? Angie. <laughs> <laughs> my queen, Angie. My queen. And uh, yeah, I it just I just remember smoking. So I actually love smoking inside. Yeah, my late aunt smoked inside, and her house always smelled like. It smelled good, but it smelled, it was like tinged with Oh, cigs. it's always going to be. But it was like, it kind of smelled good. It I loved like it. It was super clean. Well, it was also like when I would like, when I got into like smoking <laughs> as a youngster and like stealing cigarettes and like smoking mm -hmm. them, it was like, you can't get in trouble because no one will ever smell what you're yeah. smoking. Because the, the whole house smells like smoke. Smart. The inner workings of Laura Marie. So Junior and AJ sitting at the kitchen island and... Renee's says that AJ's like a little wary of their. He doesn't like seeing. She says straight up, he does not like seeing them together. Yeah, because his dad's probably not right. Like, doesn't treat his mom right. No, and also their relationship is volatile. Also, did you notice that Junior has a huge scar on his face? Yeah, he's literally Gamora. He's a rat. He has a scar like a huge vertical scar going down across his face oh i thought that was like a like, tattoo i think that's a scar damn i think he got like slashed oh i thought it was some kind of like i face tattoo i don't think like well you don't know i don't think like italian men get like face tats oh maybe he, i was like maybe he got this in prison one time i think i mean Everyone knows I'm coming off my Gamora thing, but yeah. he, the he main this. character, Gennaro Savastrano, has, after season one, has like a big scar from getting shot in the face. Or maybe it was like a punishment, like he had to get, like, it's a reminder to you who you're subservient to. I've never seen that. Mm. I feel like he got slashed. <laughs> Miss, Miss Mob over here. Sorry. I... In my, <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen that. I'm doing a lot of mob stuff recently, and I've never seen a face tattoo. Um, his Not dad, unlike Italian American. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Pagan. What happened? Who can weigh in? Yeah. Did Junior get slashed? What's the scar from? For being a rat. For being a fucking rat. Um, he asked AJ like, "What's his plan?" And he's like, "Gonna be hanging out with a girl." And he's like, "Same girl from the other night." And he's like, "Different one." And he goes, "He's too young to have a girlfriend." I was like, I wrote, "Can you imagine her being your mother-in-law?" Nunca. As a woman. Mm mm. That would be hard. But she has a daughter-in-law well, who she, she loves, does. but she also is kind of shady to her. Yeah. I love it. Um, this is, again, the Magnolia slash Boogie Night soundtrack comes back in this scene. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is chef's kiss. It is. Carla and Drita team up that evening. They 
to Blair wreak w- fucking havoc on the raccoons. They get locked and loaded, locked and loaded with their paintball guns, and head out to the night sky into the into the eve. Drita is loaded up with a paintball gun that looks like an Uzi, and she's ready to shoot. And Carla has a flashlight. And they sneak around to the side, and the there are the the <laughs> raccoons are. And they're like making this noise where I'm like, oh my god, it's a literal garbage goblin. Mm-hmm. It's like, me, 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 me. I love that you see like one like leg, like the yeah. raccoon comedy, it's... physical comedy in this scene. Also, I was like, don't shoot them with a paintball gun. Like you will kill an animal with that. No, but also just raccoon comedy in general is always so it's good. It's great. It's A plus. When they just poke their heads up from like a gutter. They're so expressive. They and are. Human. They're like, like we little just see people. the paw being like, ah! Yeah. And then they just, Drita and Carla sit on the porch and just have a reflective chat. Mm -hmm. And Drita goes, I don't understand why single mothers aren't allowed to have guns. And I was like, they are allowed. They are. (laughs) What what America are you living in? I don't know. Like a kid can have a gun. Literally anyone can have a gun if you try hard enough. Yeah. You can have a little pistol. Yeah, my niece, who's one and a half, can have a gun. Or yeah, one I, in one in a few months. When did she? I feel like this is like another thing of her being like, "God, oh, women aren't allowed to have guns." <laughs> she's like, they are. I think she's been like, again, this is like the conditioning. Their their brains are just like it's like she said in. to Lee, "Like I want a gun." He was like, "Girls aren't allowed to have guns." Yeah, and You're then not she just have a gun. never questioned that and just believed it. Yeah. Wow. It's so weird. Um, Renee calls Nicole. Yeah. And tells her the bad news, which is that she and Junior slept in the same bed and then looked at their wedding album together. It's That's it's, too intimate. It's so intimate. She goes, I'm loving him again. <laughs> He's clearly just trying to like... <laughs> This is an easy thing for him to do. Yeah. Like, he's going to prison, so all of this, like, intimacy has, like, a hard expiration yeah. date where he, like, doesn't have to commit yep. and can just be there, get his dick wet, and then go, and he never has to deal with Renee again. And he's kind of, like, un- unfortunately, is, like, buttering up with what she he knows she'll go crazy for, which is, like, looking at their, like, huge, probably, like, frilly wedding album from, like... Francesca's Banquet Hall mm-hmm. in like Staten Island in mm-hmm. 1989 or something. It's sad. Yeah, Renee it's sad. is falling for this shit. Girl, Girl, enough is enough. Uh, Carla takes the kids to the beach. Yeah, she has kind of like a Jackie moment, like at the end when Natalie this Portman's is her Jackie, like moment. playing with John John and Caroline on the beach, and Natalie Portman's like in this. You know what I mean? It's gorgeous. Yeah, this but, is not as picturesque. There's no. like a trash bucket floating no. nearby. I mean, there's like landfills on Staten Island, so it's like yeah, I'm sure it's also like there's big loading docks, so it's just ships pouring out their like ship juice into the <laughs> ocean. You see like a a mob hit like. There's like a bloated dead body just like brushing up against the shore. There literally was a white bucket, like a trash, like a litter garbage bucket just floating next to one of her kids. It wasn't like Hyannis. It was. No. (laughs) It was. Staten. Staten. (laughs) But she's like, her kids are really excited. She still hasn't explained to them that he's in jail. So her thing, her strategy is that she's going to make him tell them where he was when he comes out, which I'm also like, 
that doesn't necessarily i'm glad that they'll eventually know the truth but that also does not necessarily feel like the right approach it's not the right approach but you know what she's been through enough she's had to deal with these kids They're all doing by her their own best. she's like you fucking deal with it yeah like he's on she's kind of putting him holding his feet to the fire good yeah he deserves to yeah. have to be the one but it's cute her Although son's like, like wish that they had done this six years ago She's like, oh, he's going to come out and give you hugs and kisses. And his, his, her son goes, yeah. He's so happy that his dad's going to be back. Joe Jr. From working remote. <laughs> from Antarctica or wherever. From Zooming. Yeah. From Zooming in Antarctica. <laughs> the, um, the girls all get together to have brunch. And Renee toasts to everyone. She goes, we're the most loving bunch of women I've ever met. And I was like, really? <laughs> what? Like, just but a week ago, you were trying to strangle Carla on the floor of your each other in your, your kitchen. Room. You, and then Renee goes, You're the only bunch of women I've ever met. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> I love it. Renee's like, God, nothing like my loving group of female friends. Renee then drops the bomb that Junior moved in. And they all, like, immediately... They are done with her Yeah, ass. they're like, bitch, come <laughs> on. Renee is also so predictable of, like, being, like, a love... To the most loving group of women I've ever met. Yeah. Like, trying so hard to manipulate them. So they're like, aw. And then yeah. she's like, well, I'm letting Junior move back in. Hoping that they'll, like, ride their high off of her calling them yeah. loving. And they'll just, like, overlook the fact that she's letting junior like yeah renee yeah she, carla goes <laughs> you're is, messy carla goes is junior homeless like why is he living with you and she goes no no he's not homeless he's just we just want to be a family again before he goes back in i'll bet that his girlfriend kicked him out yeah she was like you're fucking your ex-wife well i'll bet that as soon as he got arrested she kicked him out yeah she was she and was boundaries. like you can't stay here no more and then he was like renee i've been craving you I'm craving you, and I'm I want to look at your hot, your hot bod. I want to, I want to look at the <laughs> wedding photos with you. <laughs> and she's like, "I'll oh, get in here. I'll oh, get in here. Let's eat some." She's like, "I cannolis. gotta do it for AJ. Yeah, I'm doing this to AJ." Get I was like, "Bitch, cookies. AJ does not yeah, want AJ, you guys together. AJ wants to graduate high school and get the fuck out, <laughs> so he can, so he can commit alleged <laughs> fraud, fraud, and <laughs> unemployment fraud." Um, she goes, "Well, well, let me explain something to you." <laughs> she goes. So the other night, Junior comes in, he goes out to the store, and he comes back with pumpkin seeds. And he goes, and if you know me, you know that's my favorite thing. So basically, and they're all like, wait. She goes, he was kind of tipsy, but he came back and he said, I know you like these, and gave me some pumpkin seeds. And I I was like, that was crying. The bar is to the, the bar is in Non-existent. Hall. The bar is non-existent. Renee will do Anything for the bare minimum. Pumpkin seeds at a gas station cost like a dollar and sixty nine cents. So he, she goes. So he thought about, you know, they're my favorite. So, so that means he put some thought into it. Yeah, he got shit faced with his friends. Then he went to go probably get a pack of cigs. Then like, saw oh. some pumpkin seeds and thought, wow, I should get these for my wife. She'll, she might like these because she's letting me stay here. Yeah, like, this will shut her up. I just wrote poor Renee. I know. You've got to really get like a better, you got to do better than pumpkin seeds. Yeah. A lot better. A lot better. Maybe just don't put your family through this anymore. Yeah. Or like jewelry. Yeah. Get her. A I'm like, just steal something if you have to. <laughs> like, I don't want 
gas station pumpkin seeds. Yeah, wait till those don't move the meter for me. Yeah, go on over to K Jewelers and get her a giant. Get me like cubic zirconia, or like I truly. Yeah. If you bring me pumpkin seeds. But Renee's sentimental like that. She loves it. She thinks she sees that as a sign that he's endlessly in love with her. Which I don't think he is. No, I think that he doesn't have a place to stay. (laughs) Or he's like in a fight with his girlfriend. And Renee probably was like, you can stay here. And then slowly, this is a cycle that they go through over and over and over. And the other women are just, they've had enough. They're all like kind of just like hands in the air karen's like if you could keep a wall up with junior i'd say that's okay but we all know you can't keep a wall up and she's like no no yes i can she goes well he's been around and i and they're like oh so he's already just been living yeah. at your house you're she not kinda, even telling the actual truth she kind of presented it like she, he might be moving i'm in. gonna let him i'm gonna let him stay with me but she goes well he sleeps downstairs and they're all like drita just goes well so okay yeah. there's no point in this conversation and she goes, why can't we just be in love? Why can't we just be in love? And Drita goes, get over it. You got to get over it. And then Drita takes a knife out and goes, I just want to go like this to him. She goes, stab him in the hand. You're done. Over it. Get she, over it. And then she goes. <laughs> Drita is truly like a cobra. Like she would get over it. Yeah. But also it's like, I think that they all have been through this they, exact same thing. They get up, but they're annoyed. Yeah, because this is like the 48th time. And then Renee, of course, loses it. Loses it and gets up and heads on to like the ladies' room. Was there like a online gaming or poker device in that bathroom? Yeah, I, I, I was very curious of this whole setup of this place. It seemed. It looked like there was like an, like one of those, like you Yahtzee. pay to play like a yeah. poker, or like match the f- nude photos or something. Yeah. And Renee was sad, but she was also maybe engaging in <laughs> she was online like, poker. She was like, Oh, 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 four dollars. Oh, I got a royal flush. Nice. Oh, she's sad in the bathroom. I feel for her. I she's do. in love with him, but the worst thing you can do in this situation and the way to ensure that you will never get over this person is to keep letting them back in in these little ways. Yeah. And you get so excited and like revved up about it, but like it's also so damaging because it's not like he's moving back in, you're gonna reconcile. No, he's, going to jail. he's literally going to jail. And then and then it'll leave off with this heightened kind of emotion. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <sighs> guys, weigh in on <laughs> rats. Have you ever ratted? Yeah, have you Let ever us ratted? Know. Send us bonus info. I'm trying to think if I've ratted. I'll, I'll come back with the answer. Maybe I've, I probably ratted a few times, but not like, I'll think about Criminally, it. Criminally, I've never ratted. I've never ratted. When I was like, when I was a wild child getting arrested for drugs back in my youth, I never ratted on nobody. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was a firm no rat. Angie taught you. Yeah. I was <laughs> taught well. I actually like would take the fall. I uh, think I took the fall for people. I think I I got ratted on. Damn it. Damn. Who's the rat? Let's unpack that. Okay. We're unpacking on the bonus episode. Okay. You can listen to that at patreon.com slash podcast. There's bonus apps out every weekend. Follow Lara at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at eCarrie Follow me on Poshmark, honestly. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok at Pod. 
be safe. Love and light. Bye. Bye.